Together like the Green Legion, from tailgates in South Philly to invading enemy territory, this group is home to the true Philadelphia sports fan. Now, their party hits the airwaves. Quimby, Michael Diaz, Chris Sachs, Slash, Super Sam, and legendary wide receiver Irving Fryer always keep the conversation going. So crack a beer, take a shot, and join the virtual tailgate now on Green Legion Radio. You, you forgot this is the Fox Sports pregame show today, didn't you? <laughs> no, I get everybody down here listening. They want the Fox Sports intro theme. I think you need to start over, Slash. I will do. All right, everybody, <laughs> places, places. <laughs> places. Here we go. Oh, if you want it now, I don't have it. <laughs> you jackass. <laughs> Everybody, Green Legion Radio, start. Fox Sports pregame show here on 102.5 FM Philadelphia, broadcasting live for the first time from a Grand Cayman at Pepper's Bar and Grill on West Bay Road. What is it, Four. 26 West Bay Road. Everybody, make sure you come on down from Philadelphia right now to the Caymans to enjoy the live broadcast. I expect you here within the hour. Get on a plane, get on a boat, move and motor on down right now. Everybody, we appreciate Fiona, Mario, and David for allowing us to broadcast here. We have a few people listening in. We have beautiful servers running all over the place, confusing the hell out of me right now. Slash starts off with the wrong theme song. Thank you. You're going to have to come in the next break with the Fox Sports theme song. Thank I want to change it up. It's a Saturday pregame show. I thought you'd be hyped to hear Photograph. It's a Fox Sports pregame show regardless, bro. Uh, it's right. a Fox Sports pregame show. All right, fine. Everybody, photograph for the rest of the year then. That's okay. That'll be helpful for Diaz. Oh, wait. Rest of the year? It is only January 14th. We may need to uh, curtail that. Uh, exactly. That, so think that one through. That's fine. Think that one through. <laughs> Everybody, we're an iHeartRadio station. Make sure you download the iHeartRadio app, rate, review, and subscribe to Fox Sports The Gambler and Green Legion Radio. You get all of our podcasts and, of course, the live broadcast. The player show is done for the season, but we will be picking that up again in September. We're brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer, and Michelob Ultra, Stateside Vodka, and Stateside Bourbon, Diaz. I thought you were on top of that one, Slash. I was waiting for you. Dave Bavuso, State Farm Agency, Greater Philadelphia Health Action, Bucks County Baseball Company, Premier Window Cleaning, We Hate Dirty Windows.com, The Ludlam Barn Grill, formerly La Costa in Seattle City. You got to check out the new place. The new hotel is finished, everybody. It is awesome. Our good friends, Chris and Amy, are very excellent caretakers down there. The beautiful ladies at Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club, Echelon Health and Fitness across the bridge. Of course, our newest sponsor, E&J Mobile Cigar Lounge. Uh, first, before we get started, we have a lot to get to. I'm going to try to cover all the games this weekend, but I know we want to talk Eagles. And talking Eagles right now means we have some accolades to throw out because the All-Pro selections came in a couple days ago, and it is worthy of conversation. Your Philadelphia Eagles have six, six players that made the All-Pro team this year, first and second team. We're going to get to that in a, in a second, but... It is good to hear DeMar Hamlin is now 
completely out of hospitals after extensive neurological and cardiac testing. He was released a couple days ago. We want to send our well wishes out to him and his family. It's good to see him. You know, he's obviously not going to be suiting up for a while, but it's going to be a hell of a comeback if he does make it back to the NFL, and, and, and we're, we're all pulling for him. The 2002 All-Pro Squad, everybody. And just so you know, uh, you just heard the first version of the Friar Place, if you were listening a, a little earlier, for the offseason here, or even though we're still in football season. It's going to be the Friar Place on Saturday from 1 to 2 with the Reverend, the Dr. Irving Friar. And then it's going to be Green Legion Radio with yours truly, just me, kind of a right-on-cue podcast-slash-live radio broadcast here. But it will be just as entertaining. We have... Slash or Jansen? Oh, God. You know what, Slash? You know what we forgot to do? We forgot it was uh, uh, win a date with John Jansen month. Well, that's on you, man. That was, that was your, uh, your segment that you created. You need to come prepared. I, I do. I do. Ladies, if you're listening, John Jansen, single, producer, radio host, a lot of talent, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't seem too aggressive when it comes to dating, so we're going to... We're going to set him up. Any ladies want to check out John Jansen? Look him up. Obviously, it's all over the internet. Anybody wants to date with him? You have to go through me. Email me at quimby at greenlegion.com and we'll talk about it. But uh, everybody, we are down to uh, only 500 spots, and that doesn't sound like uh, uh, like it's a short amount, but uh, 250. Spots already sold for our tailgate for next weekend's divisional playoff game, and nobody even knows the date. You're going to find out real fast, though. If uh, if none of the low seeds or none of the high seeds, excuse me, Seattle uh, or the or the Giants uh, win uh, tomorrow, today or tomorrow, then you can expect our game to be on Sunday. That means we would play the winner of the Bucks Cowboys game, the fourth or fifth seed, and since. The NFL was stupid enough to come up with the idea that a, a Monday night wild card game was smart. While teams need rest, you can assure or be assured that game will take place on Sunday. The Philadelphia Eagles game, if we are playing the winner of the Bucks cowboys game, that will be on Sunday. But make sure you get signed up because we only have 750 spots. They will sell out. And uh, I, you, you've been warned. You have been warned, and that will slash. That'll be a hell of a pregame show, by the way. Oh, I got to mentally prep this week, so you know I've I've already started to mentally prep, but I don't think it's going to be enough. Do you want to let Sam produce and you get on the mic? Sure, absolutely. I know I, how I'd much love Sam that, loves man. working the board and getting yelled at by you. So uh, by all means, I only uh, yell at her twice or three times a show. Come on, that's yeah. Well, not you bad. know, you know, she's weak minded. I yelled at you once already. Yeah, I know. Well, only <laughs> once. Jeez, how many phone anyway. calls did I get? Uh, no, dude, that was me. Uh, try, <laughs> listen, man, I I am tech, uh, technologically challenged. It is evident, uh, but I figured it out, and I figured it out with a little help from Slash. Not but really. I no, I was I was actually uh, literally I was pushing buttons. <laughs> I, I was I was throwing the dice, man. I don't know if it worked, but it it wound up working. But we're on the air, so something something worked. Something worked. Something worked. And it's funny because we act, I asked Slash how we sounded, and uh, usually when we're in studio or when we're in a spot where we're, we're, we're comfortable and we know what's going on, that's when we sound the worst. When we're on a <laughs> bus going up to the Meadowlands or down to FedEx Field, we 
always have the best signal. Or if we're in some spot where we don't know if we're going to get it right, we get the best signal. It's really weird. This or Comrex, or this wherever the hell you are now, that's uh, that's where we get good signal as well. On Once another again, week of where are where is Quimby? Where, where is Quimby? Quimby is in Grand Cayman. Uh, Qu- Quimby is in Grand Cayman until February seventeenth. And, and what is that and, fabulous bar that you are uh, you're at right now? We are at Pepper's Bar and Grill. Our good friends uh, uh, Fiona, Mario, and David. Uh, they have uh, been extremely welcoming to me. Uh, the entire staff, uh, best bartenders, Adam and Will and Mark, uh, Maria, server. These guys are just excellent people. They that. They put up with me, uh, you know, and that's saying something. Let's be honest, you know, it, can't can't beat around that bush. But let's let's talk some football right now. Let's talk some Philadelphia Eagles football because we do have to get to the games. Philadelphia Eagles football right now. I want to talk injury report. We're not getting into that. We're talking today about medals of honor, accolades, difficult, difficult honors to achieve, and you have six. You have six Philadelphia Eagles. That made it to the 2022 All Pro Squad. Uh, you're 14 and three, Philadelphia Eagles. Oh yeah, let's talk about that real quick. I'm sorry. Uh, 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 it wasn't Slash. It wasn't Super Sam. It wasn't Sack. It wasn't the two and twelve Green Legion Big Boy Fantasy League Diaz. It wasn't the expert. You recognize talent, Dr. Reverend Irving Fryer. No, it was Quimby that called the Philadelphia Eagles record this year at 14-3. and three. Kiss my butt. Thank you. But let's talk about this. Lane Johnson, first team, which is a hell of an accolade. Any, any first, second team, you're, you're doing things right. According to Pro Football Focus, first among uh, right tackles and knockdown percentage is the only right tackle not to allow a sack or a quarterback hit this entire season. Second among right tackles in pass block grade, 89.7. Second among right tackles in pressure percentage, allowed 1.7. That is nothing. Third third among right tackles in offensive grade, 83.6. James Bradbury, second team All-Pro. Third lowest opponent passer rating, 55.9 in the NFL during the season. Minimum 50 targets. Ranked third in the league in regular season with 17 passes defended. Started 17 games and played 98% of the team's defensive snaps. 1,017. We're going to talk about a healthy uh, individual, somebody who's stay on the field Bradbury is a stud recorded three interceptions for 54 return yards including a 27 yard interception return for a touchdown at Detroit in week one AJ Brown I'm not quite sure I I forget who uh Tyree Kill I think was uh did you remember who took first team slash did you look at this uh I do not it was probably Justin Jefferson though correct Ah, uh, it was. It was Jefferson and um, I don't. You're right. It was Jefferson and somebody else. I yeah. don't remember. But AJ I'll t- Brown. I'll take a look real quick. Uh, AJ Brown, one of only three wide receivers to record 1,400 receiving yards, career high and franchise record 1,496, and 10 plus receiving touchdowns, career high time 11 this season. 
joining Devontae Adams and Stefan Diggs. Obviously, big names. Tied for the most games with 50-plus receiving yards, 14. Second among wide receivers in receiving touchdowns, 11. Second among wide receivers in yards per reception, 17. 17 yards per reception. That's huge, people. Second among wide receivers in yards per target, 10.3. Second among wide receivers in yards per route run, 2.8. Second among wide receivers in yards after the catch, 548. You remember one of the elements that we were so excited about with A.J. Brown was that he didn't go down. He wasn't Zacherts. He didn't catch the ball and go down like a bag of bricks. All right. A.J. Brown had 548 yards this season after the catch. That is huge. Third among wide receivers in 30-plus yard catches, 13. Fourth among wide receivers in receiving yards, 1,496. It was Jefferson, Tyreek, and Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Yeah, okay. I got that. Um, Hassan Reddick. Been the catalyst of Philadelphia's league-leading pass rush, recording a career-high 16 sacks, including five strip sacks with five forced fumbles and three uh, uh, fumble recoveries and route to his first Pro Bowl honor, led the league with five strip sacks, ranked second overall. Among top ten players in total sacks, had the fewest pass rush snaps, 428, and the second highest sack rate, 3.7. That's nuts. Third in the NFL, or just the third player in the NFL since 1999 to produce 16 sacks, five forced fumbles, three fumble recovers in a season, joining T.J. Watt for player of the year. T.J. Watt was defensive player of the year in 2021. Chandler Jones, 2019. Those are the only other players ever to do it. 16 sacks are tied for the third most by any NFL player in their first year with a team. Also, ready for this, Derek Burgess. In 2005 with the Oakland Raiders and Shaquille uh, Barrett with Tampa in 2019 totaled the second most games with at least a half sack 12 including four games with two plus sacks became the first NFL player to produce 10 sacks in three consecutive seasons with three different teams guys this is you wonder why your Eagles are 14 and three you're finding out every reason right now Jalen Hurts uh, second to, of course, Patrick Mahomes, which is good because that should piss him off right before we get into the into the playoffs here. Led the Eagles to a 14-1 and record, 9.33 winning percentage as a starter. Completed 306 of 460 passes for 66 and a half. 3,701 yards, 22 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, a 101.6 passer rating while also rushing for 760 yards and 13 touchdowns. Guys, 760 yards and 13 touchdowns in total. Hertz combined for 4,461 yards and 35 touchdowns. Huge. Became the fourth NFL quarterback since 2000 to lead his team to 14-plus regular season wins while registering 35-plus total touchdowns and eight or fewer giveaways. Patrick Mahomes, 2020. Aaron Rodgers won the MVP in 2011. And Tom Brady, again, MVP 2010. This is a very elite class of quarterback, you guys. At 24 years old, became the second youngest quarterback in NFL history to win 14-plus games, trailing only Dan Marino with Miami in 1984 at 23 years old. 
Hertz's season rankings, first and 20-plus yard touchdowns. But Jalen can't throw the deep ball. Can we dismiss that slash at this point? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he doesn't have a cannon, but he places it where it needs to be. And that's all that matters, especially when you have someone like A.J. Brown that can get those 50-50 balls along with the speedsters and Quez Watkins and even a Devontae Smith who's got some wheels on him as well. You know, it, it, you don't have to throw the ball 50 yards downfield exactly. when your receivers get space after 10 yards. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's it's amazing. Second in passer rating, 101.5, minimum 500 attempts. Second in yards per pass attempt, 8. Second in rushing touchdowns, 13. Uh, uh, second most by a quarterback in NFL history behind Cam Newton in 2011 with 14. Second in 20-plus yard plays, 59. Third in yards per game. 297.4, third in touchdown inter, uh, to interception ratio, 3.7, fourth in total TDs at 35. And then, of course, the guy who I I have not given enough credit to over the, the years, but I have recently, I, I've, I've flipped that switch, quietly become one of the best centers to ever play the game. And uh, I need to give... Uh, 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 some credit to a couple people here. Pro Football Focus once again. Kelsey was second. Uh, and this is Jason Kelsey, first team All-Pro for his fifth year in a row. Fifth year in a row. And Ray Dinger explained how good Kelsey was after his third all-Pro selection in a row. We're going to talk about that after Pro Football Focus. Second among centers at offensive grade, 88.5. Second among centers in run block grade, 89.4. Second among centers in pass block grade, 82. One of only two centers not to allow a sack or quarterback hit this season. That is huge. That's two guys. Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey didn't let their quarterback get hit. This entire season. That's nuts, people. That is nuts. Sorry, taking a sip of whiskey. Ray Dinger broke it down best. Only the second center to make all pro straight uh, times in the last 30 years. And he did it five years in a row now. First since Dermonte Dawson in the 1990s. The other center selected all pro three straight years since 1930. Bulldog Turner in the 40s, Jim Langer in the 70s, Mike Webster in the late 70s and early 80s, Dwight Stevenson in the 80s, and uh, uh, and everyone is a Hall of Famer. Kelsey is the first offensive lineman drafted in the sixth round or later, named All-Pro three times since Rayfield Wright of the Cowboys in the early 70s. Wright is also a Hall of Famer. Kelsey's the only center named All-Pro at least three times in the last 20 years. Now he has five. Kelsey's the only th- uh, is only the third offensive lineman in history named All-Pro three times in his 30s. The others, Jim Ringo and Gene Hickerson, all Hall of Famers. Kelsey's only the fourth player in franchise history to win a championship and be a three-time All-Pro at least. The others, Chuck Bednarik, Pete Pios, and Steve Van Buren, all Hall of Famers. Kelsey is one of only seven centers in history to earn All-Pro honors three times and win a championship. The only one in the last 35 years. Guys, if Jason Kelsey isn't a first ballot Hall of Famer, 
I don't know who is. It's not a Brian Dawkins who light, you know, lit up the highlight reel. You know, we get that. It's not. Uh, uh, it's not Ray Lewis who you know did it with. Well, he did it while killing people, but you know did it with a little style at the same time. But Kelsey is probably one of the best centers to ever play the game. He should be first ballot Hall of Fame, and we're going to talk just a hair about that when we come back from break. I don't want Slash giving me any grief right now. Before we go, don't hang out alone in the man cave for football this season. Try hanging out at Cheerleaders with sexy entertainers, $4 domestic beers, Jameson specials, and awesome game day prizes during all Sunday and Monday football games. That's right. Stop in before, during, or after the game, not only to see your favorite entertainers, but also your chance to win an awesome game day prize. The most epic game day experience is at Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club, where champions play. Cheerleaders is open daily from noon until 2 a.m. You guys, this is the Green Legion Radio Fox Sports theme being played when we come back from break show here on 102.5 FM Philadelphia. Slash is producing today. We're at Pepper's Bar and Grill in Grand Cayman. Anytime you come to Grand Cayman, you have to come by Pepper's. It's one of the best bars and restaurants here on the island. Always has a great vibe, has great people working here, has great owners. Make sure anytime you're in on a cruise ship or you're coming down for any type of vacation, you come to Pepper's Bar and Grill. My name's Quimby. We'll be back right after this. There's the song I've been waiting for. That's it, Slash. Thank you. Everybody, Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports pregame show here on 102.5 FM Philadelphia. We're broadcasting live from Grand Cayman. I get that. It sounds a little weird. The Fox Sports pregame show in Philadelphia being broadcasted from Grand Cayman at Pepper's Bar and Grill. Why? Because your Philadelphia Eagles won the NFC, had the best division, didn't win the NFC, had the best record in the NFC, and they don't have to play this weekend. What does that mean? That means my ass is out of Philadelphia where it's cold, down to where it's warm. Speaking about keeping warm, Echelon Health and Fitness, located in Voorhees, New Jersey, voted best gym in South Jersey five years in a row. Membership starting at eight ninety nine per month, family and locally owned indoor track. Newest cardio and strength training equipment, three studios, indoor pool, whirlpool, and a dry sauna, even a kids' club, over 100 group fitness and Thrive personal training sessions per week. MBSE Thrive personal training, considered the best group training in the country and exclusively offered in South Jersey at Echelon Health and Fitness. Member perks, Echelon members save it over 800 local businesses simply by being an active member. Coming to Audubon, New Jersey in early 2023 this year, call 856-454-2976. That's 856 856- Four five four two nine seven six for a free thirty day all access pass, or go to echelonhf.com. That's echelonhfhealthfitness.com. We're brought to you by Live Casino South Philadelphia. Everybody, make sure you check them out. Best casino in the tri-state area. All right, I know we we want to get to more. We're going to get to the games that are taking place today, tomorrow, and Monday, but. I want to talk about one, I, I, I don't know, I, I break down stuff, Slash will, will tell you, I, I break down stuff a little bit harder than most people, and, and, and I look, I don't look for silver linings, but I can certainly smell them when they take place. I, oh, all right, 
heard a lot of people say, oh, my God, we should have scored more touchdowns against the, the scrubs that we were playing against with the Giants on Sunday. I, I found a silver lining in this, and maybe you agree, and Slash, I want, after I tell you this, I, I'd, I'd love your opinion. You've, you've heard just about every single player on this squad, defense and offense, You've heard their name billboarded or highlighted at some point in time this season. That's how good this team is. But the name you have not heard up until Sunday, the name that didn't get enough praise, the name that was not highlighted, was your NFL Special Teams Player of the Week, Jake Elliott, with five career-high five field goals in that game and slash to you man i gotta tell you i he's the only one that was not getting praise nobody talked about him at all and i think this was awesome awesome for what might be taking place over the next three games your take no i i completely agree it's almost like we take him for granted uh, at this point, just he's been so automatic, you know, all the way back to the Super Bowl. He had some clutch field goals there, the 61 yarder against the Giants. This guy's been automatic, and uh, we haven't really seen this since since David Akers. We've kind of gone through a uh, kicker carousel with your Cody Parkies and Alex Henrys. Uh, it, it, boom, it's boom. it's good to have that 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 anchor uh, at the kicking position, and I agree. I think it needs to be noticed more. Uh, hey, thank you. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad somebody else is, is, is seeing this with me, man. And, and also, I think we were talking about this, uh, wondering whether or not C.J. D.J. was going to get any playing time during uh, the Giants game. Well, third on the team in tackles last Sunday with, with seven and six of them solo. Nice, nice to see you back, sir. Uh, even Reed Blankenship's had four tackles, so it's nice it's nice that they were platooning that, but when CJ DJ was in there for a limited amount of time, he he was kicking ass. And I you know, it's it's just a secondary we haven't had since your Sheldon uh uh, uh Lido and, and Dawkins era. And 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 I'm not comparing I you know, nobody's it, it I think it's gonna be difficult to ever compare to that Dawkins secondary, and I think it was most effective those first two years with Michael Lewis when he was playing lights out, and then his third year he forgot how to play football. But uh, you know, you still Darius Slade, James Bradbury, I'd probably take them over Lido Shepard and Sheldon Brown right now. And if CJ DJ can be half the the shadow of what Brian Dawkins was, you have just as effective uh, uh, of a secondary. And, and Marcus Epps is certainly holding down the fort, but. Uh, you know what? Let's uh, let's get to, let's get to the first game. Seattle at San Francisco today. Uh, what time does that game start? Four four thirty. Four thirty. Four thirty. First time since two thousand. This is an interesting statistic here, man. Everybody everybody has a different take on this, and it's not a take; it's a statistic. And you're going to find out it's pretty funny. First time since two thousand eleven, the Forty Nine ers swept the season series with the Seahawks. They outscored them by 28 points with a plus-four turnover margin, held the Seahawks to 10 points per game and a total of 246.5 yards per game. But for a second, let's talk about the Seahawks and who got the better end of that trade. All right. 
Geno Smith. This is this is how these NFL stories get written. All right. Coming off a high, breaking the Seahawks' single-season passing record with 4,282 yards. Led the NFL in completion percentage this year with 69.8. We're talking about Geno Smith. And led the NFC with 30 touchdown passes. He did struggle against the Niners in both games. Uh, Average 217.5 yards passing with only one touchdown and one interception and a passer rating of a poultry 87. By the way, (laughs) I'm sorry, man. I got to say it again. You got to love, you got to love Nathaniel Hackett. All right. First of all, you have to love, A, the Denver Broncos for being dumb enough to fire a coach with two games left in the season. There's no point in that. But then Nathaniel Hackett, (laughs) if I was him, I would have sat Russell Wilson, but his line is still the best. It's difficult coaching a quarterback that has more bathrooms than he has touchdown passes this season. NFL golden boy Russell Wilson, $242 million contract, guaranteed $161 million, guaranteed. Are you kidding me? Don't get me started on Deshaun Watson's $230 million, guaranteed. Leave it to Jimmy and D. Haslam from Cleveland to screw up the entire league. Along with Green Bay, let's be honest. Given Aaron Rodgers guaranteed $101 million over three years. Thanks for resetting the bar for middle-of-the-road quarterbacks, you guys. Appreciate that. But, again... Back to the best quote, difficult coaching a player who has more bathrooms than he has touchdown passes this season. I'd give that guy a slash. I don't know about you. I'd give that guy a coordinator position just for flipping off the Broncos front office. <laughs> I was saying this morning on our, our, our show from Parks, I think um, uh, the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Chiefs would vote him to be uh, coach of the year. <laughs> He helped. Uh, he helped that division out tremendously, and uh, now, now you're seeing right? four wins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Four total wins, especially Casey but, and uh, and the Chargers uh, making the playoffs. Thanks for paving the road, Nathaniel. Yeah, yeah. Nice work. Uh, what we haven't discuss, uh, discussed, all right, is that stat. It's difficult to beat a team three times in one season. How many times have we heard this, Slash? Oh, all the time. And, and guaranteed, three times in a season, it's going to be a divisional opponent, which already is difficult in itself. But, you know, uh, facing for a third time and being familiar with that team, uh, it, 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 you really have to one-up when it comes to coaching and really, you know, gear up to uh, trying to out-coach the, the opponent that you've seen and are familiar, so familiar with. Ready for this? You're going you're gonna to love this. Since the... AFL-NFL merger in 1970. There has been 23 uh, uh, situations where a team has faced each other three times in a season. 14 to 9. Guess who that favors? The home team? It favors the sweep. Oh, the, oh, 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 I see what you're saying, yeah. Favors the sweep. We all thought, oh, my God, it's so difficult to beat a team three times in one season. No. Statistically speaking, 
since the merger in 70. 23 times a team in one season has played each other three times. 14-9, to nine, it goes to the team who swept all three matchups hmm. that season. Thought that was crazy. Uh, we're talking about this, and, and this, is a, this is a big one, all right? Uh, you know, most people would say the 49ers are going to be our biggest competition in the playoffs. Do I want to see the Niners out of the equation? I do, but not because it's... Uh, not because it, it, it might be the toughest matchup for the Eagles. There's no, there's no easy road to the uh, Super Bowl, but you know what I do want to see? I want to see a little revenge game from 2019 from a 17-9 victory with that asshat Jadavian Clowney burying Carson Wentz. I would love to see the Seahawks beat the Niners today just so we can see them, just so we can humiliate them. Well, I, 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 I agree, too. I mean, I would love to see Seattle. I don't want to face San Francisco at all. I, 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 they got the best defense in football, statistically. And then I they know don't it's a, scare me. I know it's they the Brock Purdy factor, but Kyle, Kyle Shanahan scares me, not Brock Purdy or, or, or necessarily, you know, how, how, how good the offense is. It's just the way that Kyle Shanahan game plans and, and can really make a quarterback like a Brock Purdy good and a, almost a double-digit favorite in the wild card round. Well, <laughs> Brock Purdy has had six pretty ridiculous games uh, against the uh, uh, the Cardinals. Uh, three touchdowns, 100, uh, 141.3 quarterback rating against the Raiders. Uh, uh, Two touchdowns and interception, 95.4. Against the Commanders, two touchdowns and interception, 114.6. Against the Seahawks, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 117. Against the Buccaneers, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 134. Against the Dolphins, two touchdowns, one interception, 88.8. But let's, let's say that again. Ready? Cardinals, Raiders, Commanders, Seahawks. Buccaneers, Dolphins. There's only one team that the Niners have played in the second ha- uh, in this uh, uh, in, in the last six weeks that have that have over a 500 percent win percentage for the season. You know, I'm not going to get overly excited about the Niners that are beating up on teams they're supposed to. The Cardinals blow, the Raiders blow, the Commanders beat us, but. They still blow the Seahawks. Sorry, the Seahawks have one game. Two teams are over 500 in the win percentage. The Seahawks are only one game over. The Buccaneers, your Tom Brady Buccaneers were 8-9 and nine this season. Dolphins, okay, you know, above 500. But do any one of these six teams that I just said, do they scare you at all? They don't at all. Um, and uh, I just want to say... From a betting standpoint as well, I I like Seattle today to cover the oh, nine. Oh, and oh, a half. we're not allowed to talk about betting today. I was bar and grill in Grand Cayman. I but no, but okay, good. 49ers. You beat up on subpar teams. I I don't know. It, it they still don't scare me. But you know what does scare me? <laughs> How pathetic the league is when it comes to 
oh my God, my foot hurts if my team sucks. All of a sudden, Christian McCaffrey is the healthiest running back in the league. He hasn't made it through a damn season in the last five years. And all of a sudden, now he's playing for a team that actually doesn't suck. And he makes it to the postseason. I'm sorry. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just me breaking it down a little bit more, Slash. I don't know. What do you think? Um. Well, I just told you how I feel from a certain standpoint, but I I, I, I like the Seahawks to keep it close. They're supposed no, no, to be- no. I'm just so I'm talking about Christian McCaffrey all of a sudden being healthy throughout an entire season. Oh yeah, I mean, well, when you're on a better team too, you don't have to have the ball. You know, thirty out of the thirty-five plays have the ball in your hand for that many times. You have actually other weapons that can, you know, kind of take the load off your back. Um, when it when it comes to that standpoint, so McCaffrey is actually able to get a breather here and there. So uh, when it, when he was in Carolina, it was you know it was all or nothing when it came to the offense because he was a hundred percent of that offense. Well, uh, we're gonna move on. I, you know what? I, prediction: uh, the Niners should beat the Seahawks, but keep it, it interesting. Nice Just see. keep it interesting. That's what yeah. I mean. You know, I mean, <clears throat> Geno Smith has had a hell of a season. <clears throat> Bad weather out there today, too, apparently. So uh, maybe well, a lot of Kenneth Walker. Uh, and you know what? That is what they're going to need because uh, uh, the X factor there. Uh, I, I mean, Kenneth Walker has stepped it up the last four games, but he was poultry at best in, uh, in their first two matchups. I don't have the uh, stats I thought I had, but... Anyway, moving on. Chargers-Jaguars. You've heard me talk about these teams before because they have two of the worst owners in the NFL. Shahid Khan has exploited the North Florida region for years now. Dean Spanos may still be the worst owner in the NFL, comparable to Woody Johnson, Jets, Bob Ford, Lions, Stephen Ross of the Dolphins, whose season will be over tomorrow. Arthur Blank. Again, let's talk about that asshat. Only guy whose biggest sponsor is closed on Sundays. <laughs> Kajada, dumbass. Uh, Jimmy and D. Haslam. Yeah, that's it. Jimmy and D. Haslam, Daniel Snyder. Uh, funny part is, two of these three awful teams that actually made the playoffs this year, right? You got uh, the Dolphins, uh, you have the, uh, the Jaguars, and uh, God, who's the other? Awful uh, AFC team. Well, you got Baltimore with uh, uh, with no, no Lamar. Baltimore, no Baltimore. No, no Baltimore's not. Uh, you have uh, God. You have Stephen. You have the Dolphins. You have the Jaguars, and you have another uh, awful team that I can't stand that made the playoffs. Um, man, my computer just went out. I hate when that happens. Anyway, Chargers, Jags. No, no. Bills, Char- oh, yeah, Chargers. Yeah, no. Ch- Chargers, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. Chargers, Jags, uh, and, and Dolphins. Uh, obviously, one of them is making it. The Dolphins are going to get their ass handed to them. Uh, we, we, we know this. I don't know what the line is, but we're not allowed to talk about it. I know everyone's near and dear to Doug Peterson. Sorry, I don't care. The Jags are in a division where the best team had to start Josh Dobbs the last two games of the regular season. He was terrible. The Cowboys tried to give that game away at the end of December. That's how bad he is. 
By the way, we you know what? We haven't talked about the Cowboys collapse at all. Uh, how much time do we have on this segment? Uh, I think we like, can just ride it out and, and double at the end if you want. Ride it out? All right, let's yeah. do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, Cowboys. <laughs> how Dark. about them Cowboys? Dark. You managed to put up six points against the Commanders. When you had to win a game, are you kidding me? Prescott went 14 for 37. Let me say that again. Dak Prescott went 14 for 37 for 128 yards, a touchdown, and an interception with a quarterback rating of 14.8. Disgraceful. Zeke at eight carries for 10 yards, 1.3 average. Pollard, seven for 19, 2.3 average. Oh, and this is, ready? If you're a Cowboys fan, you should just bury your head under a rock. This is all while you got beat by Sam Powell. Howell. Huh? Sam Howell. Yeah. Oh, they said Powell. No, sorry. Sam Howell. Sam Howell. (laughs) Are you got to be kidding me? You are nuts. Just, by the way, in all likelihood, all right, in all likelihood, if statistics show, all right, our our matchup for next weekend is going to be the winner of the Cowboys-Bucks game. Please, who do I want? You know exactly who I want. It's not the Cowboys. I want the Bucks leaving the comfort of that warm weather and a little kick in the teeth after last year's playoffs. I don't know. If, slash, given a, given a choice, who would you rather play, the Cowboys or the Bucks? Not because of statistics. Who would you rather play? I would rather. I, I hate. I hate both of them almost equally. Yeah, but I, I would rather play Tampa Bay. I really would. They they scare me less than than Dallas would. Um, I'm not, not talking about scared. I'm not scared of anybody. Uh, I'm not scared of any team in this league at all. Yeah, I I just so from just a standpoint of who I would want the Eagles to beat up on more. I would want it to be Dallas, but from a from a matchup standpoint, I'd want Tampa Bay. You don't want a little revenge. From last year's playoff game where they bitch slapped us? I would, but when in doubt, I, I don't care if it's Tom Brady. I don't care. I always would take Dallas over anybody to, you know, to take down and, and eliminate from the playoffs. I got you. It's, just, got you. it's just so sweet when that happens. I, I don't care, again, if it's Tom Brady or anybody else, the Giants, the Skins, Commanders, whatever. Uh Dallas, we, it's the best feeling. It is the best feeling. It is. You're right. You're right. Uh, we can go a few minutes over uh, over three o'clock, right? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Not, that, not going to worry about that. Let's do this. Let's take a let's take a break real quick and uh, come back. We're going to talk about uh, uh, the rest of the games for the weekend, and then we're going to get out of here. But 
Make sure Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia voted best casino in Pennsylvania. Make Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia game day destination, whether home or away, head to Center Bar or Sports and Social to watch the game, enjoy food and drink specials, giveaways, contests, and more. Ron Jaworski's $100,000 football challenge. Make your picks against Ron Jaworski each week for your chance to win your share of $100,000 in prizes and Jaws tickets to the big game. This is only in Philadelphia. This is not in Grand Cayman. Visit any promotional kiosk to make your picks each week. Everybody, visit livecasinophilly.com for more details. This is Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports pregame show. My name is Quimby. On the board is Slash. We're at Pepper's Bar and Grill on West Bay Road in Grand Cayman. Why are we broadcasting from Grand Cayman? Because we can. Because I brought the Comrex, and we're not playing this weekend, and I am out of Philadelphia Anytime it's cold and I don't have anything to do. You guys, we'll be back right after this. All right, everybody. Fox Sports pregame show. This is Green Legion Radio's Quimby along with Slash. Producing back at 102.5 FM. The Gambler Studios. Brought to you by Live Casino South Philadelphia. We are broadcasting from Pepper's Bar and Grill in Grand Cayman. Why? Again. Because we can. Because it's cold up there. And, and, and this kid doesn't like cold weather and likes to travel. And he brought the Comrex with him. And we can do this. Uh, by the way, I hope you guys enjoyed the Friar Place broadcasted earlier for the first time here on Fox Sports Radio Philadelphia. Right before us. Then you have Maria from the Dominican. Maria, do you want to say hi to everybody? That's a no. <laughs> it is kind of funny. Everybody's wondering what's going on down here. But, uh, yeah, that's predominantly why, we'll do, why we do what we do. All right, rest of the games. Miami versus Buffalo. I'm sorry. You know, you, you don't have Teddy Bridgewater. Two is out. You know, you're, Skyler Thompson. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Lewis. I'm sorry, Ashley. Uh, Sports Babe 315. Make sure you check her out. Twitter, Instagram. Uh, big, big Miami sports fan. Good people, but you guys are. Your season's over. The only thing that's gonna, the only thing interesting, that's gonna happen for the Dolphins after tomorrow is how much trouble Stephen Ross can get into in the off season. <laughs> Slash does. Miami have any shot whatsoever at beating Buffalo? No, I don't think they have much of a chance to even score in this game. So um, right. I, I think it's going to be a, a lot to um, a little. This game might be over at halftime. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and you know that could be good for Buffalo. You know, get get your starters out. It, it could be a twenty-eight or thirty-five to nothing game by halftime. And if I'm Buffalo, if I'm Sean McDermott. I'm running that thing up, and I'm getting my starters out. Yeah, I also saw Demar uh, Hamlin met uh, with with the, some of the team today, so uh, that that just adds fuel to the fire. I think oh Buffalo. God, Buffalo yeah. is going to be scary in, in this game, and for do, the ride of the. AFC. Do you need any more motivation? Exactly, not at all. Yeah, um, the Giants and Vikings. All right, all right. Look, I get it. Yeah, I know you. Can, we well, let's talk about this one for a hot second. I hate this game. 
I, 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 I don't know which way to go. All right, I, I, I have points, or I have uh, 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 talking points about this game, but after going through all of them, I, I don't know where this leads. So, first of all, from an uh, from a standpoint of an Eagles fan, I, I don't really care. Uh, neither of these teams scare me. Eagles put up a combined 94 points against these teams in three matchups this season. Kirk Cousins blows. Blows when the, uh, when the spotlight's on him. Is this the upset of the week? Uh, you know, there should be some concerns for Minnesota. The first time Giants have made the playoffs since 2016. So a lot of this roster will be seeing the postseason for the first time. The Vikings... The Vikings barely beat them on Christmas Eve. You know, they hit a 61-yard field goal to, to win. Uh, Adam Thielen only had one catch in that game. You know, Justin Jefferson and, and, and uh, uh, Hawkinson. You know, this team, this team can, can, can really, they can do some damage. I mean... The Giants should be happy about Adore Jackson being back, but is it enough? Uh, you know, it's it's the X factor is how how will Kirk Cousins play in in prime time? And other interesting notes. And then slash, I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw it to you. Vikings went eight and one at home this season in one of the louder stadiums in the NFL. The sixth seed has done pretty well in the postseason historically. Daniel Jones only had five interceptions this season. And the Giants were second in the league to Detroit with only 16 giveaways. However, two of those were against the Vikings on Christmas Eve. And Giants were able to rest their starters. So I, 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 I'm ambivalent, I believe is the word. I, I don't know which way to go here. Uh, your thoughts? I don't think a lot of people know where to go here. Um I, I have seen a lot of people leaning Giants just because of that 6-3 matchup. People are looking for an upset. Uh, I think I really hate picking this game. I do think the Giants have the coaching advantage here. Um, I just don't think they have enough resources to to pull out this playoff win. They're, they've been a scrappy team all year, and that's because they've had to be a scrappy team. Besides Saquon Barkley, they have nothing on offense, uh, but Give props to Dable finding ways to get it done. I just think Minnesota's talent is going to prevail here, and I see Minnesota squeaking out maybe a three-point uh, three victory at home here. Uh, here's a question for you, and this is interesting. Dalvin Cook versus Saquon Barkley. Oh, who do I like That's better? That's a good one, right? Huh? Who do I like I, better? It, it just I, who I, You know, who, who, uh, I, who do you like better? Who would you rather have? Who... Do you want carrying the ball for uh, you in this game? I, I I would lean towards Saquon. I think Saquon's really? yeah. I think Saquon's a more versatile player, better pass Even back. Though Saquon is uh, his productions uh, decreased through this entire season based on the fact that this is his sixth year in the league and he's a running back and he's getting beat up all the time. Yeah, I mean they're both injury prone. Uh, you can see it's starting to catch up to Saquon. This is his first full season, what, three years? Um, I just think he's more of a freak, man. I, I think he can turn on the Jets at any time, and I think he's going to be up for this game. He's going to have to be up for this game uh, because they're going to lean on him heavily. 
unless you want to, you know, unless you can see like a hundred yard game from Richie James or Darius Slayton. I don't see it happening. It's gonna <laughs> Ricky Jane, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. It's gonna be it's gonna be uh, Dan, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley on that offense, and I just don't think it's gonna be enough. Ultimately, do you want to listen? Come on over. No, no, it's they don't, okay. don't no, want to listen at, to me. No, they want to listen to you. Absolutely. All right. So uh, finally, Cow- <laughs> Cowboys Bucks. Uh, the best part about this game is that one of them are out. Oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, Tom, how's home life treating you? I'm just asking. How's your crypto account? I'm just curious right now. <laughs> uh, by the way, have you talked to William Shatner about financial advice recently? <laughs> I'm sorry. I have absolutely... No love for this asshat whatsoever. Tom's got, Tom's got a lot of motivation because uh, he doesn't want to go home. He, well, guess what? He's going to have to play four or five more years in the league to make up for all the money he lost in his crypto. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and, and now that Giselle's paycheck is uh, off the table, hey, hey, we're going to see we're going to see Tom out in front of Wawa with a coffee mug, you know. <laughs> After the season's over, brutal. Hold on a second. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I am not going to say I'm the guy that wishes ill will on anyone. No, I wish ill will on a lot of people. Seriously. But if there's one person that deserves a little bit of a reality check, welcome to the conversation, Tom Brady. You can kiss my ass you're cheating in new england all right karma hey i know about karma i was a i was an absolute richard for a good portion of my life and i pay for it every day i know what happens everything that i have to do is difficult because of what i've done in the past i'd like to see just a little bit of that fall on you sorry tom that's all i have brother um i think we're gonna get out of here man i i appreciate you coming in studio to to produce this absolutely real quick give me a uh, bucks cowboy score if you can god man it's in tampa i don't know what uh what's the what's the weather report let me look real quick here probably nice for uh you know it, well remember it was really cold for us uh one of the colder days of the year in florida uh Last year during that playoff game, Tampa, Florida, you knucklehead. There it is. Uh, Tampa, Florida. Oh, interesting. Interesting. It's going down to 37 degrees at night on Monday. Oh, that doesn't bode well for the uh, the Dome team. For, for either. Yeah. Uh, 69 during the day. What time? is that? That's a night game. That's Monday night. Wow. By the way, uh, does anybody, do you want to? Asked that particular question: Why did the NFL decide to put a playoff game on a Monday night? Is this you know we I, talked I about this being a Monday uh, night? Last, yeah, we, last we talked week, about this uh, uh, this morning. I, I hate it, but it it did happen last year as well. And guess who? And who played on Monday night Wild Card Weekend? The Rams ah, beat up on the Cardinals. Okay. So you can say right, what you so. want about the short week in the playoffs. The Rams kind of yeah. overcame that theory.
six six and one half dozen, huh? Um, I honestly, I, uh, the Cowboys have one of the more formidable defenses in the league. Uh, I believe I didn't I didn't check after uh, uh, the uh, uh, like week fourteen, but we had just surpassed them for sacks, total sacks. Uh, in the league, uh, Tom Brady is a statue. He's getting older. He's moving around even less. I, 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 I do. I, I hate saying it, but I do think the Cowboys win this game. But I don't think it's a, uh, a high-scoring game because Tampa does have a formidable, uh, formidable defenses as well. I think you're nineteen seventeen Cowboys. Ooh, I'll take the other side. I like Tampa Bay. I think it's do a you? close game, and I think Tom, you know has a little bit of magic left in him, gets it done at the end of the game. Wow. Yep. Cowboys are not a good road team. Len, uh, uh, Fournette has been terrible this year. Yep. He has, but, I, I mean, Tom's been, and the offense has been playing a little bit better as of late, and Dallas it's just been... What do you mean? They're yeah. averaging 21 points per game. That's not great. Not great. I didn't say great. I said they've been getting better. Better? I don't know. I, I, you know what? I, uh, I'm sorry. You know, you're obviously entitled to your opinion. Oh, again, I'm, oh, I'm best very part, entitled. Bear, best part, again, one of those teams are gone. Exactly. I just want, I think Tom gets it done. I think McCarthy is out of Dallas. Uh, you know what? That X factor. Well, hold on a second. Uh, Smiley over on Tampa's sideline hasn't been that good in the post. Oh, no. It's a, it's a horrendous coaching matchup. It's horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> we, that, that should be, that should be a, 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 a comedy skit. Exactly. Honestly, on, on, so I can, on, I can see where that. your 1917 score comes from. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's not going to be on. pretty. Yeah. Todd versus Mike. Uh, come on. You, you, you two are literally two a of the worst looking coaches on the sideline, and b. T- hold on a second. Let's just go back to last year's Cowboys playoff game. Oh gosh, are you kidding me? Kidding me? But anyway, uh, I got one more read, and let's get out of here, brother. I appreciate yes, you being here. Green Legion Radio's Fox Sports pregame show here on one hundred two point five FM. The Gambler from. Peppers Bar and Grill in Grand Cayman and brought to you by our friends at Live Casino South Philadelphia. Do not forget E&J Mobile Cigar Lounge, everybody. They're at every one of our home tailgates. It can be found on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at EJ Mobile Cigar Lounge. Their website is EJMobileCigarLounge.com. They'll come to you for any occasion and event. Premier Luxury Mobile Cigar and Hookah Lounge in the Philadelphia area. They also tailgate at home. And we're not talking about that because they're tailgating with us. But on behalf of myself, Urban Fryer, Michael Michael Diaz, Chris Sack, Super Sam, slash intern Lauren, who still has a couple weeks left with us. Hey, man, love you guys. Appreciate you. Uh, go Seattle, slash. Do we agree with that? Absolutely. Go Seattle. Go Seattle. You guys, Back to everything regularly scheduled here on Fox Sports Radio 102.5 FM. My name is Quimby. We're out of here.